0: Hey, you're listening to Worst Day Ever, the podcast dedicated to the horror stories, the shit shows, the worst days on set, told firsthand from the filmmakers who survived them. I'm your host, Tom Taher. Today on the podcast, we have director John Hogue. John's story encapsulates being new to set, and at some point, all of us in the film industry have experienced this. The only difference is, John's first set experience was working on American Gangster as a PA. And that's where his story takes place, while working on that movie. So without giving
1: away too much, I'll let John take it from here. My name's John, and this is my worst day ever. Okay, so a little bit of backstory about the worst day ever. I was recently unemployed after college. I had a a gig working with a band, and the singer of that band needed to have surgery on her vocal cords. So I was promptly unemployed. I came home. I lived with my parents. I was 21, 22 years old-ish, and I didn't know what to do. I was just sort of lounging with no direction. I wanted to get back into the music industry, but I couldn't find a way back in. And my uncle at the time uh, was driving a picture car in a movie it was a period piece I didn't know what any of this meant at that moment Um, but he had a 1967 Plymouth that he was driving to populate the streets of New York at the time so he asked me if I wanted to come to to work with him basically Uh, his work day was driving this car at the direction of the production team in the background of scenes to make it look like 1969 I thought that sounded pretty cool there were two Oscar-nominated, possibly Oscar-winning at that point, Oscar-winning actors in the movie, and I thought this was a fantastic experience, and I was like, maybe I could get a job in this business, in the production business. I didn't know anything about any positions, who to talk to, what to do, how to break in. I mean, I was green, as green as it comes. Lo and behold, that next Monday, I woke up at 5 o'clock in the morning, which was ungodly early for me. I'd never really known what that time of day looked like at that time. Obviously, you get used to that when you work in the production field. 5 a.m., drive to Brooklyn, meet my uncle, we go to the set, and I start walking around this like really cool new world. All I was just like blown away by all this incredible, incredible stuff. Um, Lights, cameras, it looked like 1969 on the street. It was wild, wild stuff. Really, really fascinated. And I was like, I love this. I need to get a job in this field. So I found my way to the key production assistant and asked can I have a job, basically? Um, and he said, yeah, we're locking up a uh, street tomorrow. We need 70 additional production assistants. And I didn't know what any of this meant, but I was like, I'm in. I have nothing to do. Please give me this job. So he gave me the call sheet, and he said, tomorrow, be here. You're going to be standing on a corner telling people not to cross the street. Amazing. Love it. I was like, I couldn't be happier. I have a job now. Fast forwarding a little bit. I go to that first day of work I lock up a street corner for 16 hours Telling people not to walk Because there was a movie being filmed I loved it And I thought I had like a a job that was steady Uh, It turns out that's not how production works The next day they were in a courtroom And the key production assistant informed me You know, we don't need any additional PAs We're interior uh, on Monday So, you know, you're done Thanks dude, thanks for your help I have your number, I'll call you And I was like, ugh, I was gutted I decided I took it upon myself to take the call sheet and go to work that next Monday and stand outside the courtroom where they were filming and see if I could just weasel my way back into this set. Turns out I showed up. Two people had uh, called in sick that day, his, his staff PAs, um, and he needed extra bodies. So he said, grab a walkie, you're on. Again, this is my second day on the film set, and I'm in a courtroom scene, with two Oscar-nominated actors, and I'm, I was outside the courtroom just keeping people quiet. Really basic stuff. Fast forward again, find myself in where they, you know, walk the jury in during a trial, and the key production assistant guy came to me and he said, Hey, make sure this door is clear. No one should be standing behind this door, okay? So I was like, that's easy enough. I got that. Clear the door. It's going to open in the scene. So, just like the camera's going to see in here, make sure no one's standing here. Got it. No problem. No problem at all. So, someone else comes into me, and this is like a big movie. Lots of moving pieces. I had no idea what I was doing. Someone else came to me and brought 12 people into this room, and I didn't put together that this was actually the jury. Put them in there, and then they said, Roll camera, you know, quiet on the set, sound, rolling sound, speed, and action. Quiet beautiful. I hear my walkie-talkie. Jury, jury, jury. And the bailiff opens the door, looks right into my room that I had proudly cleared of the background actors that were supposed to enter at this moment. I had put them out in the hallway. I told them that they weren't supposed to be there because they're looking down this hallway, but they were the actors that were supposed to enter in the scene. This, again, Oscar-nominated director yells and screams, cut. And comes storming into the jury room and says, where the fuck is my jury? Where is my jury? Where is... And I'm the only person there. And he was like, where's the jury? And he looked at me and I told him that I had cleared the room because the cameras were looking this way. I didn't realize I was talking to the director of the movie. Long story short there, we cut and uh, reset. And I, I was taken off that post. And I had to sort of sit with my feelings for a moment and realize what I had done. And, um when the guy said to clear the room he didn't mean clear the room of actors but that's just a nuance you pick up after you do some time on a set you know and um and that's kind of what happened it was the worst day ever I, I reconnected with the key production assistant who had hired me and taken a chance on me and brought me in to work on an interior courtroom scene on my second day in the movie industry and he said trust me you will never make that mistake again and uh you know, I went on to, to work on the rest of that movie and worked on other projects with him and continued to, you know, I like, I like to think prosper in the, in the entertainment industry. But that was definitely the worst day I've ever had on a set.
0: And that wraps it up for this episode. Thank you, John, for coming on and sharing your story. Listening to this one was a lot of fun because for me, looking back, My first set was a small music video where the stakes were a lot lower, and I'm sure that's the case for most people listening. So to have your first set experience be with Ridley Scott, Denzel Washington, and Russell Crowe on American Gangster is insane. So thank you, John, once again for coming on and sharing your worst day ever. And if you've been enjoying the podcast so far, I have one small favor to ask. Depending on where you're listening to this, if you scroll down, you'll have the option to write a review and leave a star rating. If you could take a quick moment and fill that out, it really does help. This being a fairly new podcast, the higher ratings allow this to be discovered and listened to by more filmmakers, in turn leading to more Worst Day Ever stories. Anyways, that wraps it up for this episode. Tune in next week for another Worst Day Ever.